blah blah. Wait, what'd you say? You were, you ordered what? I ordered a gaming chair because, as you can see, I'm standing because my chair has been stolen. So. Okay, okay, so that whoa, define stolen. Like my wife has now taken it to use for herself. I mean, is it in captivity? Did she leave a ransom note? Like what's going no, on? no? I could easily take it, but it's just not where it is. It you it should be so. And then I needed an excuse to get a gaming chair, and it's black and yellow, and it's very comfy. Oh, it's black and yellow. Yeah. And That's like, crazy, because, like, what are we about to talk about? We're going to talk about the Bruins, baby. We're going to talk about the Bruins, and it has been this week. I'm not really sure how to, like, explain this week. It's been a lot. But it, but has it been? Because it, I feel like it's been like a rumor mill. But then... It hasn't been at the same time. Obviously, the draft happened. We'll touch on that. Um, what what has this week been in the world of the Boston Bruins? I mean, obviously, they introduced the head coach yesterday. I don't know if you caught that. Sure did, pal. Okay, so what are your thoughts on that introductory inter? Uh, that's a tough word. Introductory press conference. Thank you. Okay. Got you. That's all I had. I'm, it's just so interesting because what well, stood out to me it wasn't even the coach, even though. Monty seems like a great guy. It's just the fact that ownership and the GM are just like, yeah, you know, we have this winning record, and that's why we brought back Sweeney. That's why we still have Cam Neely. But just completely forgetting the fact that they had a head coach who had that same exact winning record, and they shipped him off. Uh, So that stood out to me, uh, the fact that they're like, yeah, we're not going to rebuild per se, that it would be really hard to sell a rebuild. That found That's really interesting because I think the Bruins kind of do need to rebuild in some sense because if you're just uh, stuck in mediocrity for the next however many years, it's not going to be fun just making the playoffs or not even making the playoffs and still not getting top-round picks. So that was interesting. And also, too, uh, really seems like everybody just hated Bruce Cassidy because – you hear these comments about Jake DeBrusque about, yeah, love Boston, love the fans. And obviously now Cassidy isn't here. And it just, it really seems like everyone started to hate Bruce Cassidy. Players included. Oh, for sure players included. Okay, but here's my next question. How do you feel about the fact that there's a great possibility that the players got rid of Cassidy and it wasn't management? Well, I don't know. It's interesting. I think it's kind of just how sports go now, like, you standing, you standing right now, the way like the camera's angled, you look like a rapper, like you look like you're about to like drop the hottest album of 2020. You look like uh Jack Harlow in a Kellogg box. Do not look like Jack Harlow at all. I just did that. No, but there that's a line in one of his songs. Sorry. I, I like Jack it. Harlow. I, I like Jack Harlow. <laughs> Shadow Jack Harlow. Um, I mean it's just how kind of how sports are going now, whether it be soccer, basketball, football. Players are have the power to get a coach basically fired. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. I think, obviously, every coach has their time. It's the same thing with Terry Francona when he was with the Red Sox. He was able to do all that winning. But eventually, it seemed like his message had gone stale and the, the Red Sox moved on. So maybe part of that's the reason when it comes to Bruce Cassidy. But also, too, it just seems like guys like they, Jake DeBrus did not like him at all. I mean, I think Montgomery will probably be much more likable in comparison so that's a good thing uh but yeah definitely don't exactly know uh if the direction the Bruins are going in is exactly a great one yeah I I, to- I agree with everything you just said um and also the Terry Frank Cronin thing that's a that was a really good analogy thank you that was that was perfect 
Um, I watched, I got home last night and I watched the press conference and it was, I don't know who filmed it, but it was very shaky and I found it on YouTube. But um, it kind of looked like, uh, I didn't like that the Jacobs were there because it felt like it was, uh, Sweeney's okay there, whatever. Neely's okay there, whatever. It felt like it was like a puppet hand up the ass <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, I didn't, I didn't think he got to like say everything he wanted to say, um, necessarily in the right way. Um, but I, I do like him. I know he, I, in my opinion, he's better than David Quinn. Um, oh, for sure. He totally is. Um, that's a no brainer. It was just, it was weird to watch. Um, yeah. it, it was strange. Let's leave it at that. It was just strange. Yeah. I mean, I think the fact that ownership was there is a good thing because now the media actually gets to talk to them and ask them questions. So I think that's good. Like getting to ask them, you know, are they going to rebuild or whatever it may be? I think that's good. Uh, but def definitely seems like uh, a time. Well, also too, you know, you have ownership there, so you're going to watch what you say. But it seems like it was necessary in the fact that the Bruins are entering this time where they need to figure out, you know, what they're going to do, uh, what kind of team they're going to be. So to have ownership there is, is probably a good idea. And I guarantee you all the media there was probably pumped that they actually get to talk to them as someone who has not getting to talk who has not gone to talk to Robert Kraft yet, even though he owns the revolution. That's fucking crazy. But um the other when they like asked him questions about his personal life too. Oh, you know, yeah, that was, that was that was awkward. Yeah, because like I saw someone reply to Ty and just on Twitter he's like, oh I wonder who these softies if they asked about this. And Ty's like, yeah, someone asked about it, but like don't necessarily think it needed to be asked. Like I think we all pretty much know everything he's gone through and he's been pretty open about it so i don't think you need to necessarily ask about it unless you're gonna somehow tie it into his spot on the team now but yeah definitely seemed awkward though that kind of questioning and he also looked a little uncomfortable too and my opinion on that matter is like i said the puppet the puppeteer hand up the ass i think he wanted to be a little more forthcoming but maybe he was like coached up before that interview happened. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm speculating. It was just, he looked very uncomfortable just watching it. Do you know what I mean? Does that, does that make any, does that make sense? For sure, for sure. Definitely. Okay. Um, I, I'm excited to have the, this man here. Yes. Let's, um, I'm excited to have DeBrusque here and dedicated. Uh, well, so it seems. And I'm excited for Bergeron coming back. I'm also excited for another man. Oh. That could be, that's weird. Oh, wow. That sounded terrible. <laughs> I'm excited for another man that um, it looks like told everybody uh, he's coming back. Daddy's coming home. It seems like daddy's coming home. And that daddy is David Krejci. Zaddy Krejci? Zaddy Krejci. Oh, I like that. My sense of putting it over. Wow. Okay. Uh, sorry. I was, I'm watching. I have NHL Network going right now. It looks like the Flames have offered Johnny Goudreau $10 million a year. That's why Johnny Hockey's trending on Twitter. Yeah, times eight years. Wow, good, good Yeah, job. so that's aggressive. And another thing that Bruins need to be is aggressive with uh, David Pasternak, who I don't think is definitely – he's not going to walk now. No, you heard you, you heard what Sweeney said. He, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, wow, ten fucking sheets. I mean, you saw what Niskushin got in Colorado. Yeah, but, dude, well-deserved. Oh, yeah, for sure. Wow, what a, what a player that guy is. And uh, also, side note, Matt Murray got traded to Toronto today. Um, Toronto, Torontoing. Toronto, Torontoing. Correct. That is very accurate. Um, da, 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 David Krejci. Uh, David Krejci. He's coming back, and 
how, how do you feel about this? Because this is this is Kevin. All right. So Lou Maloney was the first person to report on this. Yes. So I saw that and I was like, uh, okay, it's Lou Maloney, baseball guy. He's a Framingham guy, which is where I'm from. So I, I kind of kind of have to ride with him a little bit. But then you texted me and you're like, we uh, weeks he's reporting on it too. And I was like, and I like fell over at work. I was like, okay, it's, it's happening. happening. Yep. It's happening. Um, he obviously still has something in the tank. You saw that in the Czech League. You saw that on a bigger sheet of ice versus the NHL. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my guns and say that Bergeron got these dudes on the horn and was like, let's run it back to I mean, to a degree. It like, sure seems like it. Yeah, we got a new coach. We got these kids that have talent. Bergeron knows that DeBrusque has talent. He skated with them for the better half of the second part of the year. Um, you're not going to have any of your guys. Marshan's hurt. Uh, McAvoy's hurt. Grizzlick's hurt. Like They're going to all come back eventually. So the first part of the year could still be a dumpster fire. But I think like you get Bergeron, you get David Krejci back, you have a sort of sense of some sort of extinguishing device on that dumpster fire. A little bit. I don't think it's everything. Free ag- We're recording Tuesday. Free agency starts tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know what they're going to do. If they go out there and get a guy like Nazem Kadri, which is a pipe dream for both of us, yes, I, I, I will literally shit my pants. I literally oh. will shit my pants. Because I, I, that, that's how much Jared's, I don't... That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Change yeah. the yeah. word tomorrow. Yeah, we, we out here. That's how much I don't think that's going to happen because I really don't want to shit my pants tomorrow. But okay. uh, no one should ever uh, go for, you know, pants shitting. But um, another guy is a guy like Andre Palat from Tampa. Mm-hmm. He's interesting because... There's been a lot of times, and I feel like the Bruins have been linked to him in the past during this sort of time. He's done the bridge deal thing, and he's a great player. But you know what he is more than just a great player? He gets up for the big games. He's a playoff time man. He's the type of dude that you are missing against Carolina when you needed to knock them off on their home ice or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Silence that crowd that's a bunch of fake NASCAR fans. So Soccer fans. <laughs> What do you say? They're soccer fans too. I said NASCAR. I'm not knocking their soccer hustle. I'm, I'm saying they're NASCAR and soccer fans. Okay, they're just not hockey fans. Okay, that's fair. So I don't know. End of rant. You can take what you want from that. And I mean, it's just it is interesting because obviously it very much seems like they're bringing everyone back. And I mean, as much as it pains me to say that, I don't think they're going to win the Stanley Cup if they bring everybody back. It'll definitely be fun. I'll say, but then also too, you have to think about. I would say. It is probably guaranteed that Patrice Bergeron retires after the, this upcoming season. You're probably not getting David Krejci back. And so then you're kind of back to square one, if not even worse, trying to figure out who you have and who you can have to replace those guys in the top six. Obviously, you made some trades. Obviously, three agency is still a thing. So maybe somehow they land Nazem Kadri with the limited cap space they have, or maybe they're able to go out and get someone Maybe, maybe Evgeny Malkin. No, I'm joking. Oh, okay, dude, that's crazy. You just said that because I'm like I said, I'm watching NHL Network right now, and he just popped up on the screen, and it popped that thought into my head. But he's, I mean, he's how asking old for is, a decent amount too. Yeah, how old is he? He's he's like thirty something. I guarantee be, that he's got to be. He's close to Crosby. Crosby's born in '87. I know that because his jersey number. He's born August seventh. 
1987. That's why his jersey is like that. Believe it or not. Fun fact. Fun go. fact. Yes. Hold fact, on. Fact, I'm checking. No, but that's like, but he, but Malkin's a center who can play wing. It's just how long you'd be getting him for. How long? What's the term? He's looking for at least three years because I think Pittsburgh offered two. Oh, dude, he's 35. Holy shit. He's older than Crosby. That's a lot. Well, okay. That's interesting. But three years of that? I don't know. But hold on. I know this is like totally getting ahead of ourselves, but like imagine him, Krejci, and Pasta on a line together. I mean, it would be amazing for like one season. That would be like that would be like 1980s Soviet Russia out there. The way they would move the puck would be impeccable. That that was a hell of a reference. I know, but it's it's kind of accurate, dude. I've watched Miracle a million times. Like I've, I've seen, I watched it two nights ago. I'm not even. That's not even a joke. I'm, I actually did because it popped up on Disney Plus. Shout out Disney Plus. But I don't know. That's not. Would he come here? Would he want to play with a guy like Bergie? I like if you don't want to play with Bergie, something's wrong with you. Yeah. Well, we, for we sure. can we can obviously agree on that. Oh, so could sure. anybody else in the world? But. I don't know, Malkin. There's there's other guys out there, like, and I feel like in order to, all right. So you, you think rebuild, which is fine, and you're not wrong, right? Yeah. Okay. So if they don't rebuild and they want to make something out of this year, you have to go out and get somebody, or you can just tank, like I kind of want them to do, and go get Connor Bedard. But that's that is so many moving parts, and I don't even know if that's remotely possible. Mm-hmm. You have to like tank, tank, super tank. But so like, what, like, what are they going to do? And that press conference didn't tell us anything. I mean, it just it just kind of told us that, oh yeah, we're definitely probably you know going to be buyers. We're not going to be, you know, selling off or rebuilding because they said it themselves. It's going to be hard to sell that to fans or whatever it may be. So you know, I expect the Bruins to want to go spend money, but especially with their cap situation, I don't exactly know how successful they'll be. I can find out. For, I can find that out while we while we chat. I can figure out the cap situation, but um, what what do you make of the? Uh, I can't even say this guy's name. The kid they drafted, Portois, Portray. Well, let's give let's give him that. I mean, <laughs> it, it's an interesting it's an interesting one because like his stats look good, but uh, people are like, yeah, they kind of reach for him. So, and I'm just not going to claim to be a draft expert when it comes to hockey. Neither am I, dude. Yeah. I will, like, can we let's get that out of the way right now? Neither of us are going to be draft experts because. I mean, who in the besides someone who like covers the league, who has time to really cover that? And not even that, people are like focused on like covering prospects and whatever it may be. Exactly. And look at Shane Wright, who went to number four when he was supposed to go number one. Hey, I mean, the Bruins should have moved up and taken. And I, you texted me that, and I was like, dude, what the fuck? And then you texted me like two minutes later. You were like, he went to Seattle. I was like, he went four. What the fuck? Yeah, insanity. Um, so I'm going to try this again. Poit, Poitra, Matt Poitra from the Guelph storm. I can say Guelph for some reason. Oh, OHL. I, thought was, I thought it was golf. So no, it's Guelph. No, it's Guelph storm. He's OHL. Uh, honestly, beautiful uniforms. Okay. Look that one up. Like really good looking jerseys. Um, so I, I mean, I sent you that video of him, like, you know, sniping, going bar down. He's pretty, he's, he can play, obviously. He's also a center. Which also kind of like are they is Krejci coming back? Because but this kid's not going to play right away. No, this kid. This kid's probably going to go back to juniors. Probably to be honest with each other. But Fab, Fabian Lysel. 
Yeah. Oh, and that's another one who we haven't even discussed yet. Like, what is he coming next year? Are we going to get a taste of him? I would love to. But it seems like he's going to, if anything, be in Providence. I just wonder if we're going to get a contract year burn. Yeah, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, like, like they did with McAvoy. They burned a year of his contract by having him come up to play in the playoffs that year. I remember that. That was first-round series against Ottawa, and he played outstanding. And Amazing. here we are. Here we are. So, um, I don't know. I mean, the only draft analysis I can really give you is that they drafted a guy named uh, Jack <laughs> Edwards or Edwards Jack. and I thought you were going to say something else. And they also drafted a guy whose name might be Dick. <laughs> yeah, that was what I was going. Read Dick. Strong name. Strong Ridiculous. Name. Again, great. No, but it was when we were at Chad the other day. It was crazy because I was like, Tyson? Tyson? Yeah. Dick? It yeah was, there's exactly. another Dick in the draft. I was very confused. Um, I would have liked if they went after that Sakura kid because he literally said, like, in his like press conference that he was a. Um, like a Brad Marchand, like rat type. And everybody likes to shit on Brad Marchand until you have him on your team. And that's a big part of why I want Nazem Kadri on the team because you have one Brad Marchand. Imagine you have two. Like, uh, whoa. One. Two is better than one, they say. Yeah. Uh, so you get Nazem Kadri, you have Brad Marchand, and then you draft the Sakura kid. Now maybe in two, three years, you have three. So is three better than two? Uh, I believe by num by numbers, yes. Okay, by simple mathematics, can confirm. Beautiful. So that's my thought of it. Um, and I wouldn't mind to see them get back to the age of the big bad Bruins. I know the league doesn't go that way right now, and that's okay. Um, but at the same time, if these kids are scoring goals too, that's kind of a good, a healthy balance. No, like because Marshan can score the can score the goal. For sure, and I mean, I mean, if you're gonna suck, at least like be absolutely demolishing teams. That would be nice. So, thank you. Like, yeah, why, why not? <laughs> Sam Mitten knows my uh, my preferred style of hockey. All right. Anyways, moving on. Uh, actually, I don't even know what are we move on? what are we moving on to. I do know the Bruins send some qualifying offers. Go ahead. I believe that I know Sonika was one of them. Okay. Forget the other one. Ashan was probably one of them. Yes, and some other, some some other guy. Okay, I would say, and some people are being like, "Yeah, don't give Sadnika a qualifying." Like, Why? I don't know. It's Bruins Twitter, man. Okay, but like that's that's not fair to him because he is very talented, and he's never really gotten like a legit shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's not fair to him. And the is it Ashan or Akan? It's whatever he wants to be. Okay. He's good. Oh, yeah. That dude, some, can, that dude can play. He showed some promising abilities when he – I know it was a little bit, but he was up here for a bit. He he can play. Um, I'm not worried about him, and that's a good move. And I think the Stanika thing is unfair, so I'm glad they did that. Yeah, I think this, this year too, especially, might be a big year for him because he has the opportunity to probably get some playing time. So it'll be interesting uh, to see how that goes. You know Bergeron's still listed as an unrestricted free agent. I mean, yeah, that that's how it is, right? Yeah. Not no, I because it's not official. Now, I'm, like I said, I'm still watching NHL tonight. Yeah, he's he's listed as an unrestricted free. Vincent Trocheck is on that list, but I don't think he would mesh well in the room with Brad Marchand. Yeah, we we went over this last episode. Yeah, 
I don't want him. Oh, you know, I don't what? want anybody from Carolina. Yeah. True. Oh, Tony D'Angelo went to Philly oh, for yeah. a bunch of picks. All right. Good. Another reason to hate Philly more. <laughs> yeah, dude. Exactly. Another reason to hate Philly. I'll take all the reasons to hate Philly. But um, so free agency is tomorrow. If you were to target, I mean, we've already talked about this, I feel like, but what's your most realistic target? I mean, I don't even know. The Bruins have like zero cap space. I know. That's the problem. So, like, I feel like a move is going to be made before anything happens. A move could be made tonight. They could buy somebody out. I mean, they could buy out Foligno and get, like, a 1.8 or something like that. That would be amazing. That would be – I wouldn't call it amazing, but it would be good. You know, you can get some money. Yeah. Or they could trade Mike Riley, who I think is completely useless. Also. also ha- yeah. What? I was going to say also true. Yeah. I, like – I feel like they need to do something or to your point and what you think they should do, which I tend to agree with you too, is just let it ride this year and see what happens and maybe start the slow rebuild. So I think you're going to, I think you're going to see a good taste of what their plans are starting tomorrow. When you see some of these free agents, free agents, Jesus Christ, long day, uh, start to get snatched up. Yeah, and also to uh, just looking at a Steve Connor on Twitter right now. Uh, Curtis Lazar obviously going to head to the open market, so that's another guy who the Bruins will lose, and but will you know kind of gain some cap space. Yeah, but I actually I like him. It seems like, like it's a cap move. I, you know, I get it. I understand. All right, so we got well, David Krejci's on this list too. Jesus, Claude Giroux, Nazem Kadri, Malkin, Strom. Andrew Cobb, Vincent Trocek, Max Domi, Paul Stastny. All right, Paul Stastny's a dinosaur, so no one's looking at him. Um, it's a weird list. Hey, I feel like next year is going to be like the crazy, the craziness. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because sure. free agency is going to be nuts, and then the Connor Bedard sweepstakes is going to be like full mast. Do you know what I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know. I feel like the season for the Bruins is going to be a little boring, but. Maybe it won't be. Maybe we'll all be pleasantly surprised, and I would not hate that at all. I mean, there is the opportunity that we just realized, hey, Trish Bergeron's coming back. David Krejci's coming back. We're probably not going to make the playoffs. We're definitely probably not winning the Stanley Cup. Let's just enjoy the season. Let's have some fun. We know we're not going to do anything special. Let's just enjoy one last uh, joyride with these guys. <laughs> Imagine they get fucking – I still have them up. Imagine they get fucking Vulcan. <laughs> I mean, as long as it's for the right price, that'd be pretty. Yeah, sick. but he's gonna he's gonna his last his last cap hit was nine point five million. Yeah, that's not happening. That's a bit much. Yeah, I mean Johnny Gaudreau is about to get ten. So actually, think about think about that comparison. Johnny Gaudreau is a young buck, still obviously has it. He's a phenomenal goal scorer, playmaker, everything in the NHL right now, and he's much younger than thirty five. So he's demanding. He, not demanding, but they're looking at ten million for a guy like that. And then Malkin's last salary was nine point five. So what's Malkin really worth? I mean, we, we I don't know if we're the best ones to do this. We were pretty yeah, off. When we were so off on Kadri. You <laughs> know, I know. It's just it's kind of tough because obviously I think a team might pay for him and be like, oh, we have Evgeny Malkin, but it's like a name thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, to uh, Jared. Yeah. Oscar Windholm on the Lakers. I just, I literally just saw that. 
I think he'd be an interesting one. I don't know. He has um, Andre. Uh, he has Kasha vibes. Oh, yeah. Who also has, is so on the open market. <laughs> yeah, he has Kasha vibes. Who was nasty in Anaheim, and I don't know. Also, speaking of coming from Anaheim, Hampus Lindholm is just living his best life. You follow him on Instagram? I actually don't. I follow past, obviously. Dude, he was ha- dude hanging out with like Kevin Fiala the other day, having having fun. Yeah, no, it looked like they were having a terrible time. Oh damn, <laughs> sucks for them. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, he looks healthy. So I think uh, on the defensive side of things, seeing him like in a Bruins uniform on opening night for like a full first year is going to be interesting. He's probably going to be paired with um, McAvoy. My guess would be unless, well, I mean, I guess it's a whole nother thing. I wonder how, um, Oh my God, why am I blanking on this fucking name right now? Brandon Carlo is going to play under a new coach. It'd be interesting for sure. I feel like that's a fair question just based on how Cassidy's being perceived now by everybody. Um, I wonder how I wonder how his game is going to evolve or hopefully evolve and hopefully not devolve. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Because um, he had he had a bad year. We can all agree with that. I mean, injuries got in the way. That's fine, but it happens to the best of us and the best of them for sure. But I, I wonder how his game is going to go next year. I think yeah, that's a fair question to ask. Yeah, because I think obviously if you are looking to get bigger on the blue line, he kind of fits the bill. But obviously with the injury issues and just overall, I would say consistency, it's kind of been up in the air because it seems like he would be a, a decent trade piece. But then again, he's kind of a big guy, especially compared to someone like Matt Grizzlick. So at least a lot of questions. But I, I personally think that uh, Brandon Carlo could have the chance to like bounce back this year, especially because he's going to be relied upon with like McAvoy missing some time. Exactly. So like you almost can't trade him. Yeah, you you like need him. You can't trade him. Not right now. If if none of these injuries with Grizzly and McAvoy were going on, you probably could. What what do you think you could get for a guy like him? I mean, I honestly don't know because like maybe like I don't know if you want to say mid round or like second or third, probably like around. I there. think you could. I think you could get a second rounder for him. Yeah, and then, at least maybe more. Maybe and, like a second and like a fourth or something weird. I don't know. Yeah, and then it depends on how your mentality is on like building the team. If you're trying to rebuild, that move might make sense because then you can stock up on prospects. But if you're doing trading Brandon Carlo for a prospect, I would probably recommend doing as much as I love the guy, Brad Marchand, and some of those guys like that. So you can get, you know, some real talent and, you know, some top, top picks, not just, you know, getting the – 22nd overall pick, you know, probably getting anywhere from the first to 15th overall pick. So, yeah, yeah, definitely think it all depends on their strategy, what you really get. Because if you want, you could probably do like a one for one art, you know, a player swap. But if you're looking to, you know, really rebuild, get a ton of prospects, you could definitely ship them off probably for a decent pick. Yeah, that's kind of the only way it makes sense, too. Yeah, that you just like broke that down pretty good. Like, I, I, that's the only way that really makes sense. Uh, I don't know. We've said it before. We'll say it again. We'll say it next week. It's going to be a weird off season. Oh, it's gonna. It's, it's gonna be. Sure, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be strange. Um, anything else hockey related you want to talk about? Duncan Duncan Keith re- retired. Yes, shout out to Duncan Keith. Fucking beauty. Just an absolute animal on the ice, animal off the ice. Uh, big Dennis Seidenberg vibes working out after games. Uh, three cups. 10, 13, 15, right? And you can fact check me on that. But I think three cups, 
shout out to that dude. Uh, well deserved. Obviously, he you know gave it one last kick at the can in Edmonton. Which I mean, do you blame him? Oh, yeah. Connor McDavid. I mean, say less. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like actually, I was listening to um thirty two thoughts the other day, and I went back into like their archives, and they had an episode where they interviewed Andrew Mantipani, Matthew Gachuk, who is a Matthew Gachuk is a cool dude. Oh, and, sure. uh, and Darnell Nurse, Ooh. who plays with Connor McDavid, obviously. And um, he was talking about practice. Talking about practice. Okay, Alan. Yeah, we're talking about practice. Not a game, practice. But he was talking about practice with Connor McDavid. And it's like, it's like being in a game-like situation with that guy. Like, he does not, you know what I mean? He doesn't yeah. deviate. But he compared that to Duncan Keith, who's the same way in practice. So, obviously... Hell of a career, and uh, shout out to that man um, who I'm literally staring at on my TV screen right now during his press conference. Did you also see Andrew Ference on Twitter? His Twitter thread? No, what? He, like, dropped this Twitter thread about how – I forget what team he was on. But, like, he basically – I'm so, probably going to sum it up poorly. Probably the Flames. Yeah, or the Oilers? Oh, yeah, he did. He did play for the – he went to the Oilers after the Bruins, I believe. I think he was the captain there, actually. Go on, go on, sorry. But, uh, yeah, basically, he, like, enlisted some, like, army friends to, like, talk to some, per- like, of the younger kids. And they legit, like, kidnapped these younger guys and, like, had them doing, like, um, what's it called? Like, army, like, workouts and, like, training exercises and all this stuff. <laughs> really? Yeah, but, like, they didn't let them know about it. They just randomly showed up. There's, like, one picture in the thread where he's, like, you can see them, like, planning almost like an attack. Hold on, like, I'm, dude. I'm looking this up right now because that just look, look up Ferenc and you'll see him. The first tweet of the thread is him in like all camo, and it's just like basically they kidnapped these guys and put them through all this stuff. And they're like, yeah, we got to learn about their leadership skills. You know, yeah. I'm like, if I was a prospect, I would be like, what the hell? Yo, dude. <laughs> Edmonton Journal, 2018. Andrew Ferenc goes nuclear, rips terrible practice habits. Party atmosphere of 2013-15 Edmonton. I need to read this article. Oh, my Lord. I will say he made a good point. One of his better points was he was talking about, like, people who kind of forget, like, how lucky they are. And they're like, yeah, you'll have a guy on your team who's always like, oh, this salmon at the four seasons isn't good enough. And he was like, please don't be that guy. And I'm like, 100% Andrew Ferris. Oh, my God. Well, he's like, so he's borderline psychopath but maybe not in the worst way you could be a psychopath some would say he is built different okay that's that's better that makes more sense okay that's about all the hockey talk i can handle yeah i feel you i feel you okay let's talk about something else what's up i know you're a big marvel guy sure yeah i'm I'm fucking i'm totally turning the wheel here so the other night i watched uh dr strange in the multiverse of madness yeah did you watch it yet I did watch it. I actually watched it. Uh, I went with the Bent Musket, uh, the Revolution site. I write for uh, photographer Dolan. We went before Revs game, so we you, thought of- you saw it in theaters. Yeah. Out of ten, what do you give it? Six or seven. I'm going seven point two. And it was and it was only because of the ending, because it was just kind of like meh. I mean, Jared, if we want to hit the spoilers tag, if you say, if you haven't watched this, probably don't listen past this. We can get yeah. into the details. Let's get into the details. Well, go ahead. What do you want to get into? I mean, I hate Wanda. She sucks. 
terrible. But I loved I loved WandaVision. Which means, I didn't like, like her. I didn't really like. I, it was good, but like Wanda, the character, I'm just like I hate you. No, I agree with you. She's fucking. She's a smoke show. She's hot. Like, she's like I mean Elizabeth Olsen. Like she's the unknown Olsen twin. She's hot. Like that's the appeal with her. Her character is terrible. And Dude, like you, they, and like they had the Illuminati and it was so sick. Did you the get Illumin- that? The Illuminati was cool because they had they basically showed you who they're casting as Reed Richards. No, they didn't, because he's dead now. I know, you're right, fuck. You're right, you're so right. The movie was, there was so much like, and where did the girl come from, whose name was America? Like, where the fuck did you come from? So that's an actual character in, like, the comics, I think. But yeah, it just came out of nowhere. Okay, I need to look that up. But, like, it was cool to see Professor X. I know the Illuminati was like, the the Illuminati's cool, if you can do something with it. But it was just odd. And then the mid, like, okay, the mid credit scene, that was Charlie Theron. Who is that? Who, uh, what character she, is that? It, uh, it's like this character. They're kind of like a, in the comics, they're kind of like a love interest, Doctor Strange in them. Okay. 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 So, Say less. so yeah, basically they like travel around the galaxy, you know. All right. Cause she opened up the portal and she was like, jump in. And he like was just like, okay, no problem. Like, that's yeah. another thing. Stop jumping into portals like so willingly, like in a split second. And you're anti portal? I'm not jumping into a portal, dude. Okay. I mean, would you? I mean, if you knew that. Well, portal, if it looked like, like they, if it that? looked like stars on the other side, oh, like you're. I'm a space nerd. Like I've been okay. posting, I've uh, been posting pictures of those telescope thing pictures the last two days. Can I ask you? Oh, yeah, I saw that. Okay, so obviously, like, can I ask you a question? Yeah, what's up? We're, we're gonna jump around here before we finish off. How do you feel about Joe Rogan? See, uh, no, my 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 only word I can come up with is just no. He's a weird. So I've been because I now endure this commute. I started listening to some of his podcasts, but only, oh but but only only ones that I want to listen to. For example, I listened to this is gonna sound crazy. I listened to the Miley Cyrus one. That's probably interesting. Uh, she is way smarter than everybody in the world perceives her to be. She is. She's smart. I don't care what anybody says. She's a smart girl. She knows what she's doing. Um, I listened to. I listened to a little bit of the Elon Musk one. That was weird. Elon Musk is the that guy's a weirdo. And he started talking about space. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Um, I listened to. The Maynard James Keenan one. He's the lead singer of Tool, one of my favorite bands. I don't know if you're into like that kind of music, but I that's know who what, Tool is though. Yeah, I, I like that music. He like does wine and shit, which is it's it's cool. That was pretty good. And then I listened to the Travis Barker one. Oh, brother. The drummer from Blink 182. And this was who was pre- dating Courtney Kardashian. Yeah, but this was pre all that. Okay. And him talking about his car uh, car accident, his fucking airplane crash is crazy i mean it's an airplane crash it's crazy but like the fact that he remembers everything that like went down it, it like running into the highway like next to where the plane crashed and like some guy like patting i think it was actually dj am who actually like patted down his feet because they were literally on fire like I know not everybody likes Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan's a very interesting dude because everybody perceives him to be right wing, but he's not. He's just a he's just in favor of free speech, and he likes guns. Yeah, I can confirm both. Okay, so like that's what he is, and people 
don't get that about him and he's told and that's why he has this like wide range of characters on his show it's just really annoying to find the right one. Oh, I listened to the one with Carrot Top. You know, Carrot Top is the comedian. Oh, sure that was is. that one was pretty good. He's a smart guy too. He's a little, he's a little out there, but I feel like you have to be out there to be on that show in the first place. But yeah, so like my podcast game has been like, oh, and Bill Mayer. Oh no! Yeah, that's another oh, one. No. He's got a podcast too. So what are you of, doing? Yeah, I just I need to like. I don't know why I'm doing it. I just need to like hear these people's opinions and why uh, I don't know. The Bill Mayer, he had like he had a uh, Bella Thorne on. I do not and it, no, and it got, and it, no, and it got it got uncomfortable to the point where I had to turn. I had to switch it. I was like, "This is weird. This is weird." What did you expect? No, I, I don't. I didn't know what to expect. Then that was a point of listening. Hey, I'm I'm open to listening to anything, dude. Like I'll listen to anything once. I'll try anything once, no problem. But yeah, the Bill Maher is a fucking psychopath, dude. He calls his fucking joints clove cigarettes. Like, dude, everybody knows you're smoking weed on your show. Like, just what are you doing? Yeah, a lot of weird things. You know. <laughs> yeah, man, but, uh, man loves to say the end word. Yeah, he does. He is actually like a he's a he's a racist. And Jerry's like, you know what? No, he's no, he is. He no, he is a hundred percent. You can no, I'm just like, and Jared's like, you know what? I no. need to listen to this man. No, I, well, I listen to him. I'm just curious. I'm just a curious person. I mean, you can't knock me for that. Um, but just to go back because we we're on Joe Rogan is not as bad as everybody says he is. Yeah, people just idolize the man. Just don't do that. Like oh, in the, yeah, in, I mean, I guess yeah, you're right. They do, in, in and the I grand, don't. He's he's not worth being idolized. In the grand scheme of things, like, what does it matter what like Joe Rogan thinks? I mean, he's just a UFC interviewer, and that's all. I guess that's all he is. But he has. I'm more interested in the guests. Uh yeah, I feel like that's a lot of people. I'm more interested in the guests, and he doesn't. When he has the guest on, he doesn't talk that much. When he does talk, it's annoying. Sorry, just burp. Um. When he does talk, it's kind of like a bit like my buddy Julio. Shout out my, my boy Julio. Um, he's a bit much. And I was like, I texted my buddy Julio. I was like, dude, you're right. He like talks a little too much. But when like the guest is talking more, which the Travis Barker one is very palatable because he does most of the talking. Travis does. Um, it's, it's better. And it just hits a little different. I he's guess. a good interviewer, I would say. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I, I would say, depending on the guest, the guest just kind of talks and the guest does most of the work, which is, and somehow he's made this platform work very well because that's kind of how it is most of the time. Like Travis Barker did a lot of the talking. And the Travis Barker one is, is insane. It's crazy. Yeah. It really, it, like, like I'd like, I'd like him to get Travis Barker on now oh, to see what, Travis Barker is like now because this one was from 2019. You know what I mean? So we're three years where he's with uh, what's her face, who is irrelevant in my head. Courtney Kardashian. Thank you. And we're past the pandemic. And this was pre pandemic. So it was like kind of a different mindset, I'm assuming. He also talked about Tom DeLong, who's what legitimately an alien freak, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> but, anyways, do you believe in aliens? Yes. Okay. It's got to be something out there. No, thank you. All right. I'm just glad we're on the same page there. There's definitely, there's no way we're the only ones. I mean, do you see that picture of all those galaxies? Like, yeah, I saw that. That was cool. I saw the one you put on your Instagram story. 
I put a bunch on my Instagram story. Oh, no, I saw one that was just like, whoa. Let's see. Yeah, so the first one that's on from 21 hours ago, that's so basically like all those blinking things are galaxies. And then this other one they posted just like is wild. I mean, but kind of shout out to Elon Musk, though, if he actually wants to go out there and find him. Because I have not- zero faith in that man doing it. I mean, me too, but maybe he's got some good professionals on his side. I, I think I the only chance we have is them just like running up on us and being like, hey, what's up? They were talking about his ship and it's like 50,000 tons and nothing's ever been like lifted directly off the ground like that, that size. And I was like, dude, what, like, why? I feel like no way this backfires. <laughs> no, like, it's gonna go, it'll go up like a foot and just smash onto the earth. Yeah, it was it was like what's it called? Bezos like saying he went to space. He didn't even go to space. I don't like that guy. I don't I like Amazon and shit. I don't know. That guy is it's Prime Day. I don't know. I don't like it. It's Prime Day. Yes. Today? And tomorrow. What does that mean? They have some deals. I don't know, man. Oh my god. Okay. Well, I need I actually need a new mattress, so now is the time. Now would be the time. Can confirm. But um, all right, we got off the rails there, but that's okay because it's what we do. I wanted to. I, I don't want to. I want to talk about Bruins. It's but like it's July. it's July. Thank you. Literally ripped the words out of my throat. Um. Also, before go, we end, I, I have a shout out to me. I actually have a shout out too. Go ahead. Shout out Andrew Taverna back on Twitter. You love to see it. No, really? Ah, yo, we're getting him on Taverna. You're coming on. That's going to blow someone's car speaker on the way. Taverna. <laughs> Taverna. Uh, Taverna, you're coming on. You don't really have a choice. I'll go there and, like, hold he's, you the He's a new Twitter, Avi. Like, the picture looks great. I got to find him. I mean, it's just... Just after we're done, send me the thing so I can find him. I got you. I got you. Okay. Who's your shout-out? Um, oh, dude. First one, Andy Taverna. I'm back. There we go. And looking great. <laughs> Good comment, dude. Um, true. No, my shout out is uh, to my girl Caitlin Doughty, who uh, is currently in the hospital. Um, she went to an urgent clinic a couple days ago, and they still don't know what's wrong with her, and she's stuck there. And I've been in uh, a lot of communication with her, and they don't know what's wrong with her. But uh, I don't know if she probably doesn't listen to this because I don't think she gives two poops about the Bruins aside from going to a game. But uh, shout out to her because you know, speedy recovery. For from sure. the boys here, yeah. Um, one of one of my, you know, a, an old friend, a, lo- a long, long term friend. Is that a word? I mean, yeah. Is that a I, phrase? Does I, that make a sense? Good, oh, you could just say good friend. I've known her since I was ten years old. I'm thirty two. That's a long time. Can't confirm. Okay. Yeah. So shout out to her and uh, speedy recovery, and uh, hopefully all is well. Uh, I'll give an update on that next episode. But anything else regarding anything? No, just shout out to her. Definitely hope she's doing well, thinking and praying for her. But yeah, I mean, Jared, it is the dog days of summer. Uh, we'll probably yep. have a lot to talk about next episode because, you know, free agency starts tomorrow. But, you mean uh, when uh, David Krejci comes back? And Patrice Bergeron, and Zidane Chara, and <laughs> uh, Tim Thomas. Den- Dennis Seidenberg. And Wayne Redden. Who? Wayne Redden. Wayne, oh no, he's not coming back. He actually just got interviewed introduced as like a player development coach in ottawa where he started it all can't be a player coach um you know what that's a good topic to talk about next time there should be more of that you ever uh slap shot what's slap shot charlestown chiefs 
The Hanson brothers? No, I know. I said let's, not what's. Oh, I thought you said what's. I was like, dude, what? Like, I almost like fell out of my chair. Okay, anyways, we need to fucking... <laughs> we're done here. Um, Sam, you give off the, the hashtags and stuff because uh, you know them I was, and I don't. I thought you had this. Uh, I know, I don't. I don't. <laughs> all right. So another amazing episode of the Bear Down Pod. So make sure to follow us on Twitter. That would be really great. Really appreciate it. And appreciate everyone who already was following and continues to follow us. Uh, make sure to follow us at Bear Down Pod. We apologize for once again making it very inconvenient for you to listen to us. But we finally have our own RSS feed. Uh, so yeah. definitely we'll t- when the pod comes out, we'll tweet that out. Make sure you can subscribe and do all that thing. Leave a five-star review. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, but make sure to, you know, give us a follow on Twitter, whether it be our my boy Jared R. Martin on Twitter or at Sam on the score minute 22. Uh, but Jared, an absolute blast again to talk with you again, talk some Bruins. And, you know, everybody, have a good one. Have a good week. Deuces? Deuces. Deuces. Let's go.